Hello, you're listening to the Voice Over Hour podcast, season two, with special sponsors, Audient, Studio Spares, Black Cat Music Studio Bricks, Hindenburg, and Sennheiser. My name's Rachel Naylor, and I'm your host. I've been a voice actor for over 20 years, working in all areas of voiceovers, including video games, commercials, promos, and narration. I'm editor of The Buzz magazine, founder and director of The VoiceOver Network, and I'm also a multi-award winning entrepreneur. The VoiceOver Network is the number one place for voiceover professionals to get the best training, help, support, opportunities, and access to an amazing supportive community. We are all about helping, supporting, and strengthening the voiceover industry. The VoiceOver Hour podcast? Well, it takes you behind the scenes in the voiceover industry, sharing stories, insights, and so much more. They'll be dropping every Tuesday. They'll be up to an hour long, some more, some less. I'll be talking to some fantastic experts in our industry, including voice actors, agents, producers, and casting directors. They'll be sharing their stories, as well as information and advice to help you with your voiceover journey. I started the VoiceOver Network seven years ago because I wanted to create a safe place for voiceover professionals to come together, to help and support each other, to get the right information and to strengthen this incredible industry we work in. The VoiceOver Network is a global community of voiceover professionals and I'm so proud of what we've created. I want to empower you on your journey. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello. I hope you are all well. I'm really excited to present our guest today for the VoiceOver Hour podcast. We have the amazing Gina Malott. Now, Gina is one of the busiest and most heard UK voiceover artists. She is the voice of the BAFTAs. Other credits include MTV, the London Olympics, Channel 5, Fox TV, BBC Radio, BBC TV, TU. I, ASDA, M&S, National Geographics, ITV, and many, many more. Welcome, Gina. Hi, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm okay. That was a very nice intro. Thank you. Yeah. Well, you've had an amazing, uh, amazing career. And I know that I hear your voice on lots of different, you know, I'm always hearing your your beautiful voice uh, on the radio and in shops and on the TV. So, um so how long have you been doing voiceovers? Well, I started probably about 20 years ago now. I was in the TV um, production industry at the time, and yeah. I didn't really want to go anywhere further in that. And I was fortunate enough to be working with um, MTV and VH1 and um, was able to sort of get a sort of a bit of a, you know, what's the word? Uh, not snifter, but, a, you yeah. know, an idea of, of uh, vo- the voiceover world and sort of yeah. 20 years ago. Um it wasn't so, I mean, obviously it was around, of course it was, but it wasn't so sort of perhaps prevalent or as, yeah. as busy as it is now. Yeah. And um, and so I was like, oh, I'm going to try that. And I did some um, freebies for the, for various uh, producer friends and everything. And uh, and it just sort of got, got me thinking like, oh, I'd really like to do this. And and then coincidentally, a friend, a friend I was on the phone to a friend of mine and um, well, sort of a friend, didn't know me that well anyway. And he sort of said, Oh, you, you know, you, oh, you've got a great telephone voice. Oh, I like your voice. And I was like, oh, hang on, this is coming up quite a lot. Then maybe I should, um, you know, explore this. And um, yeah, it was it was the late 
late 90s mid late 90s and I was working as I said with MTV and so I sort of did some freebies um, as I said and started to get a showreel together and then it wasn't on CD it was on tape (laughs) putting a few things on (laughs) tape and you know sort of tried to get an idea of where where I could go with it and um, yeah just slowly but surely the years went by and I was still working at MTV and then I started doing things alongside it and I got a few sort of paid jobs I'm like, wow, this is amazing, um, for MTV. And then a few people, friends, producers who had, had left MTV and had started up their own production companies and sort of remembered that I was wanting to do it or was in it. And, um, yeah, I sort of started to do it. And slowly, slowly, slowly did one job and another job and another one and, you know, that sort of thing, you know, how it works. And, um, I mean, a lot of it I can't really remember because, yeah. you know, it was over 20 years ago. But um, I suppose... Yeah, I think so. It was about twenty years when I started doing it. It's about nineteen, no, two thousand. Oh, I can't remember now. But when I started yeah. doing it properly alongside my production work, and um, and yeah, that's how it all began. And then wow. <laughs> over the years, it's changed quite a lot, especially technology. Yes, yes, <laughs> so, yeah. absolutely. So yeah, so that was my next question: was like, what changes have you seen over the years? Well, yeah. So uh, when I started, I was doing my um, my show reels on a, on a cassette tape. Yeah. And obviously nowadays, um, and I've gone through, so, so yeah, cassette, then onto CD, and yeah. then um, onto, I did them on USBs, and so sent those out. And then obviously now websites and just MP, you know, you email MP3s, don't you? And, yeah. And that sort of thing. So that's, the, for me, that's the huge change, um, the technology part of it, because, um, you know, you can just have a computer and pop a USB mic in and, and bing, bang, bosh. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I think also uh, the changes wise, I suppose there's much more, um, it's much more about marketing yourself now. There's, you yeah. know, with social media and all that, yeah. um, you're able to get yourself out there a lot more, which is very different to when I started, yeah. um, which is great. It's all positive, isn't it? So Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. yeah. I mean, it is, yeah, it is interesting seeing all the, the technology and social media and all that kind of stuff that's changed over the years. And, and it has opened up the industry. But the, I mean, I often say to people, you know, there's more work now than there has ever been in voiceovers, but there are also yeah. more voiceover artists now than there have ever been in voiceovers. Yeah, definitely. So you have to you have to make sure that you're that you keep this, your standard up and that you are the best that you can be. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think you've you know got to. But I, I mean, because I came from a time where I've got it sounds like I came from the you know the 1840s. <laughs> no, um, I mean even 20. I mean time, 20 years yeah. ago. Yeah, <laughs> 20 years ago isn't that long ago, really, or 25 years ago. But um. But, you know, back then, because we didn't have social media to just jump on and, and promote yourself, I suppose yeah. I, I'm not so used to that. Yeah. You know, I, of course, I have a website. And yes, I do go on, you know, my Instagram and, and Facebook now. But mm-hmm. um, it wasn't something I, I was used to. So I think, you know, nowadays, the those those voiceovers that are starting out now or in the last 10, 10 years, um, yeah, I mean, they're much more used to just being like bang, bang, bang out there and uh, yeah. and you know and I I'm I'm certainly not like that and I am um, sometimes get a bit shy with it <laughs> oh I might I might promote myself and oh, should I should I but I think you've got to be careful I think you've got to be careful yeah. with that with you know overexposing yourself yeah it's got to be a fine balance hasn't there yes definitely, um, definitely. that's why I, I definitely try and try and get, yeah try and get this fine balance with the with the marketing and not not being too in your face yes. um but yeah <laughs> 
Awesome, awesome. And uh, you've you've voiced for lots of big brands, and but I mean one one of the jobs you're you're quite well known for is being the voice of the Baftas. Um, yeah. Tell us a little bit about that because that must be that's I mean it's a big big job and it's it must be exciting to to be involved in in the BAFTAs. It, it is. It's amazing. Um, however, I'm not the voice of the BAFTAs anymore. But ah. I, <laughs> I mean, I think, no, no, don't worry. It's, it, it's only, um, well, it finished, well, I think because of COVID. Oh, um, yes, of course. They it was, did. What's his name did it this year, didn't he? Well, the presenter well, I, actually voiced it. Yeah, so um, Graham Norton did, I think the, a year or so ago, did it. Um, and they and he was the voiceover as well. Um, oh. And then Richard Ayoade for the TVs yes. did it this year. Yeah. Um, and then another... Um, actress did it the year before or something so I, I coming up to covid yeah i'd done it sort of seven eight years before so yeah. i did um there was a time when i was doing tv and film which was great mm. yeah. and then uh, i think then claudia winkleman did film again because i'd taken over from claudia and then yeah. she did film again um and then i did film again and then didn't do tv <laughs> anyway but i was i was that lovely oh god i'm so it was such an amazing job i was so honoured and I was just it was such it was I loved it yeah. um, but I worked with some really fantastic people um, a lot of whom I worked with over the years at MTV and other jobs as well oh. so it was it was quite a familiar environment and it was just great and I do love doing Voice of God and but it was um it was never live it was all pre-recorded um okay. I did my bits pre-recorded because they had to do um edit packages together for the nominees um as you will um know and uh yeah but uh it was great I got to go a few times which was did fantastic you? yeah that was, <gasps> that was really fun oh um, did you like you know yeah. brush shoulders with you know oh I yeah mean. we had um the, I remember one particular year I went a couple of times before I met my uh met my husband so when, when I, the time I'd met my husband and, and we were invited or I was invited it was um I just found out actually I just found out that I was pregnant with my daughter oh, wow. and so on that sun so we found out on the Friday I was pregnant and on the Sunday was the awards um so I wasn't uh, able to live it up and drink or anything Aww. but I was then quite lucid to see what was going on around me <laughs> yes and uh, yeah we rubbed shoulders with I remember uh, Andy went to the loo and uh, um, he came outside and Scylla Black was just coming out and he had a chat with her and he absolutely loved it he remembers that really well um <laughs> Uh, I mean, you know, I there, I saw lots of celebrities having a very good time. Um, yeah, I probably shouldn't name names, but um, no. yeah, it was uh, it really good fun and and just yeah, that, it, I'd, I've been to the film and and the TV, but this particular one was the TV one, and um, yeah, we were up at the bar at one point, and is it Jeremy Priven who's Mr. Selfridge? Um, yes, and he was he was he was next to us, and we sort of got chatting, and I I remember at the time I think I was. Um, I was doing ITV One continuity at the time, mm. introducing. So I was like, "Oh, hi!" And you know, I introduced the shows. <laughs> he wasn't. He wasn't interested. Um, but then we turned round to, to my left, and it was um, Lee Mack, and Andy oh. adored. My husband adores Lee Mack, and um, so we had a lovely chat with him, and he was really friendly and really lovely. So yeah, it was quite exciting, and I get very starstruck. So it was nice. It was, it was good fun. Yeah, really nice. liked it. But who knows? And I might what be able would you do it again? Yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, you should. Yeah, or, or or a British voice for the uh, the Oscars. Oh, just I putting would, it out there. Just I would it out adore. There. <laughs> I would adore that. I would adore it. That would be my absolute ultimate. Yeah. Yeah. And so, what would you say are our skills that you need as a voice actor to do Voice of God? Um, 
Well, I think, well, the main thing is you've actually got to be try and be quite relaxed and be able to sight read quite well. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, obviously live is live. Yeah. You don't get another chance unless you sort of say, stop everybody, I'm doing it again, <laughs> which isn't going to happen. Um, yeah, I mean, I I've, was lucky enough to work um, for, for many years, seven years on ITV1 as their live continuity announcer. So I really got used to being able to just sort of read yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean read yeah. without uh, falling over which is obviously I, I have fallen over and I will I'll everyone will fall over it's just being human isn't it yeah um uh, not obviously physically fall over but you know trip over <laughs> one's words um and uh yeah so sight, sight reading actually but it also it's that it's that mo it's trying to get yourself just keep yourself calm you know yeah. or, no one's looking at you you're not you know, although you are presenting and you are the voice of god you know no one you're not being looked at so just keep calm just relax and be confident with what you're with what you're um, about to read obviously you're going to be reading over your script before yeah. um, another thing for me was always it's names you know yeah make sure you've got everyone's name right and you're confident and perhaps even you know try and find the the people that are nominated or you know I've, I've gone around to award ceremonies um not so much BAFTAs because we in in the BAFTA session we had a person from BAFTA who only does the uh, um pronunciations that's their job um oh. so I wouldn't go up to sort of I don't know I can't even think of someone's difficult name but someone's name in, in the BAFTA yes. excuse me um yeah uh, well, it's pre-recorded anyway but um <laughs> but yeah I've often gone around and just said to the producer look I'm just going to go and nip and find someone and they think yeah, yeah that's a good idea and that's you know Without being, you know, intrusive or annoying, you just say, mm. "Look, I'm I'm doing the voice of God tonight. Can I just get a confirmation of your pronunciation, please?" And um, you know, it's a really good thing to do, I think. But yeah, make sure you've got people's names right because if they suddenly appear on the page and you're like, "Ah, what is this?" You haven't really got time to think about it. No. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Yeah, and absolutely. don't and and also don't. It's. I suppose I think sometimes I have had the tendency to shout when it's very very loud. You think you need to shout. But you don't need to shout. You, you've got to use your voice in a way that will, you know, will give, give it some welly, but but don't shout, which for me would be don't go up in my range. I've got a low lower voice, yeah. so I've got to sort of try and keep there rather than trying to go up here and try and get noticed. Yeah. You'll get noticed. You'll just, you know, keep it keep it in your resonance and your where, where you're most comfortable. Nice. That's where nice. I think, well, I think anyway. <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. Oh, good stuff. And I mean, obviously you work in lots of different areas of mm. voiceovers. Do you have a favourite area? Um, yeah, I definitely think I do. Um, and that, that probably would be radio imaging. Um, yeah. yeah, radio station imaging, I think. Um, although, you know, I'm very lucky to work quite across the board in all different areas of the industry. And yeah, I think I think radio radio imaging definitely. I'm sorry, I'm very sort of like, oh, no, do I like that? I, yeah. I like everything, but I think I err on that. But I also have enjoyed doing continuity, especially the live continuity. You can really play around, and obviously you've got to be a lot chattier. And when you're doing continuity, mostly, um, yeah. I've done uh, I've done and do occasionally um, pre-recorded uh, continuity. But when I was doing ITV. Um, you know, you can really have fun with that and you, you can, you know, sort of connect with the audience. There's no point in being a sort of promo-y voice when you're doing, you know, yeah. continuity. So I do like that difference. You, you know, would you would you just, because I know that um, I, I, don't, I, I know that continuity is quite a British thing. Would you explain just for the listeners, what is continuity? Yeah, sure. So um, in England, a lot of our 
television channels have um, people in between the programmes introducing what's coming up or what just happened and what's being going to be promoted in a week's time or tomorrow. or And it's just um, a live voice, um, not always a live voice, but on, on some of our main channels, it's a live voice in between the programmes and coming out of, um, coming out of the um, um, end credits of programmes saying what's coming up, etc. And it's just them, yeah, telling telling you what's what and sort of connecting with the audience. And a lot of the channels in the in the UK are pre-recorded, um, which is which is great. But um, it's the big news channels and the, the ones that would have to stop for you know big news flashes, yeah. introducing you know uh, we we break now because um, ITV News want to say this or BBC News want to say that, so they have to be live really. Yeah. Um, so yes, continuity. It's called continuity mm. announcing. There we are. Yeah, and it's really fun. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I love it. Awesome. Awesome. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, we're going to just take a brief pause now, guys, to hear from some of our amazing sponsors. This podcast is sponsored by Audient, Studio Spares, Black Cat Music Studio Bricks, Hindenburg, and Sennheiser. Today's episode is powered by the Audient ID14 Mark II. Audient has become a key player within the recording world, boasting a competitive range of studio essentials. Find out more by heading over to Audient.com. This podcast is recorded using the Imperative Audio Portable Vocal Booth and is sponsored by StudioSpares.com, the UK's best single-source pro audio supplier, offering up to 20% discount on selected products to the VoiceOver Network members. Black Cat Acoustics, proud to be the UK distributor for the Studio Bricks VoiceOver booths. Sennheiser supports you in your VoiceOver production with great sounding microphones and headphones. They are ideal for natural recordings and critical monitoring applications where they ensure that your VoiceOvers make the difference. And finally, I want to tell you about Hindenburg Narrator, intelligent and intuitive software editing to solve your most common audiobook narration challenges, from uneven levels and noise reduction to ACX and Findaway validation. Download your exclusive Von 60-day trial and $50 discount code at hindenburg.com forward slash voiceover network. Okay, and so we're back. So, Gina, tell us yes. about some challenges that you have faced in your career and 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 how you've overcome them. I'm I think I'm lucky enough n- not to have faced too many challenges or yeah. any that I really remember. I mean, there yeah. are a few little ones and I think that sort of happens to this happens to anyone in, in in lots of different industries and stuff. But um I remember the very first time when I was first starting out and um I hadn't done any, oh, I'd done some sort of freebie stuff with MTV and things. And I'd gone to live in Sydney um, and that sort of came to an end. It didn't work out. So I came back and um, I had needed some money. So I thought, well, I'll get a job um, somewhere. And I was very lucky enough to get um, a sort of PA job, personal assistant job in a, um, funny enough, in a voiceover agent in Soho. 
um, it'll rena- um, rename. It'll remain nameless. And okay. um, it, I only lasted three days, um, which wasn't oh. great for any <laughs> confidence or anything. But the reason um, they they sort of gathered that. I wanted to become a, a voiceover and they were a bit perturbed by this and, and thought that I was going to take their black book and, 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 and look it up, look at all the clients and try, you know, which I really wasn't. Um, I was just sort of filing CDs and things like that at the time. Anyway, they asked mm. me to leave. And as I left, the, the PA that I was taking over from basically said, um, you know, you'll never get, you'll never be big in the voiceover world. And I was like, okay, why? She says, you won't make it as a voiceover because you're not a trained actress. And, um, and I was, I was, I was very taken aback. And she was absolutely right. I'm not a trained actress. I, I never went to acting school or anything. And I don't ever now profess to be a great actor. I'm a voice actor, yes, because we all have to act to a certain extent, don't we? Yeah. Um, obviously, I had no idea what was going to come ahead of me in the future and stuff. But, you know, I do look back and I just think, you know, that's very mean yeah Um, you know I was trying to just start a career that had become a passion in my head because I'd worked in tv production for a fair while and I'd seen it I'd looked after presenters I'd I'd directed presenters in voiceover sessions etc you know through and I um and I was a bit oh okay and it just made me think right I'm gonna prove you wrong (laughs) brilliant and I did um and I I can't remember who who this girl was and but I do remember the actual agent um as I said won't won't name but um they're still going strong as far as I'm aware in in the industry um but yeah just you know prove wrong and I really want to make that point that you know try if someone puts you down or thinks that they know better you know don't don't get cross or sort of heart bark back just perhaps walk away and just think, you know, this is a passion or I, I think I have a bit of talent or there's something that's niggling. My instincts are telling me that and I'm going to give it a go and you should give it a go. And that's exactly what I did. And, you know, it's not all been, you know, a great time and just flowed well for me. It's been very up and down over the years, yeah. but I was determined and, yeah, I wanted to prove a point and I did eventually. So, yeah, nice. that, I think I think that's probably, I'd say it's the biggest challenge but I definitely overcame something because I could easily couldn't I have just sort of gone oh god you're right I can't I've never been to acting school because voiceover it's it's not necessarily and I I really will say this as a as an untrained actress um you know you've got to read words off a page and I'm afraid I don't even think there are some actors that can't read off a a reading off a page you know actors learn their lines and deliver yeah, we don't. Well, I certainly don't. I mean, yeah. sometimes obviously you're going to know stuff depending on how long, how often you're doing it. But you know, don't. And you've got to. There's a skill to that. And I, yeah. I do believe that some actors. And it's not. I'm not putting actors down. It's just a just the way of the world, isn't it? It's like yeah. some people. Are, I happen to be able to read and lift something off a page. I mean, not always, mm. my God. <laughs> um, but you know, you know, I I, I can yeah. and I. And, you know, and I, I have to say, I hands up, you know, I don't get the sort of the role, the, the voiceovers that are more of acting. I don't. And then we'll go figure. I'm not an actress. And if I've yeah. done castings for them, I have probably haven't got them because I'm not a trained actress. But it's not yeah. that's not the only avenue in this industry, is it? So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that was uh, that was quite a. Ooh, but, you know, I did overcome that challenge. Yes. If it was a slight one. And I think mm. other challenges are just as a freelancer running your own business. Yeah. I've come across some obstacles with 
with clients that have booked you and because you can't necessarily see where you are where they are or really know whether they're completely kosher from your booth um they've disappeared i've done a job and then they disappear never to be seen again you know invoices not being paid or um you know that sort of thing or yeah. yeah. But otherwise I've been I've been quite lucky. But that, that first one, you know, and I'm lucky that it was at the very beginning of my career and I was able yeah. to just take a deep breath and go, No, I'm I've I'm gonna do this. So yeah. you know, go for it, people, go for it. Yes. Oh, it's <laughs> a great story. But I you know, I really believe actually that um there's something beautiful in resistance. You yeah. know, so so we need challenges. We need that resistance to to give us the energy to push through. Mm. Because if everything was laid out and it was all kind of you know easy, it, you know, it, no, I mean, nothing truly great ever is. No, and, no absolutely, and, absolutely. And success does come from those moments where you feel that resistance. Somebody, you know, something, somebody pushing against you. Whether you know you're going through a financial difficulty relationship oh, yeah. somebody telling you that you're rubbish and that you can't do this or sometimes it's in our head as well sometimes we can be the you know the the negative voice can come out loudly in our head and we all mm. have that as well we all have moments of of you know I you know and I, I say this to people because it I think when you're starting out in voiceovers, people think, oh, wow, you know, you get to a certain level and it's all it's all rosy. But voiceover artists, we constantly have to to improve and we constantly course, have to yeah. kind of push forward and work hard as well mm. to keep that work coming in. Yeah, um, and yeah, and to, to shut out the noise of critics. Oh, whether they're Yeah, whether they're external critics or internal critics. <laughs> well, yeah, and then I have a... <laughs> as you know I have quite a big in, internal critic I always have yeah. done always yeah. will I suppose and maybe there is something in that that is, has kept me going and I you know there's, I'm not arrogant I don't take it for granted this job you know I don't yeah. rest on any laurels you know you know I've lost out on, on big jobs because I'm you know I'm not an actress and that will yeah. it will always bite me and I think well mm. you know this is not meant that was not meant to be my path and and you know in that respect but no you're right absolutely right with everything you say um yeah, yeah. yeah. it's a funny funny old <laughs> industry you've yeah. you've got to be you've got to be on your toes you've got to really um You've got to really want it and yes. you know and you've really because it's not a case of um one day you're um, you're a surgeon and the next day you're a voiceover artist no. it's not going to work like that you know it took me a while to get clients um, as I'm sure it did for you and for yeah. other people it, you know it just doesn't happen overnight does it you've really got yeah. to you've got to be committed to it yeah um, it's not a fair weather in um, career really is it no um, I mean I'm sure for some some people are lucky I mean you know, they're sweeping generalization but um, I remember about seven, maybe seven years in, and I'd I'd got some great clients and things were going well. I'd I'd got my now agent then. Yeah. I'm with um, Just Voices in uh, in London, and nice. um, yeah, such an amazing agency. I adore them, and um, I I remember having a chat with with my agent Lee, and um, and things just weren't things weren't coming in, and and that she just said, you know, maybe maybe you should sort of think about perhaps going back to production or, 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 or running production again alongside your career. And I was sort of like, oh, no, no, I don't want to do that. I'm determined not to do that, I'm, you know. And I just kept on. And that's when social media sort of started, wasn't it? I'm sure yeah. Facebook started around then for us, didn't it? 2007, around then? Or maybe it was, so. maybe that's when I got yeah. on it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and I just thought, well, I'm going to start marketing myself a bit more. And I sort of really upped that ante. And... Um, 
I was I was just determined. I was like, no, I'm not mm. going to. And I got little bits and bobs going. And that's when I sort of thought, well, I've got my agent, but also, you know, she was happy for me to do some of the, you know, commercial radio stuff and things that perhaps they didn't need to be involved in so much, you know, run alongside, have some stuff running alongside them. And I didn't always have to go to them sort of thing or they'd be involved. And so, you know, I just slowly sort of crawled, crawled my way back up. But I, it, there is a lot of luck. Mm. You know, you sometimes in the right place at yeah. the right time, the yeah. people that you know. I've been very lucky enough to have uh, know people in the industry from before being a voiceover, tapping on, yeah. you know, tapping tapping them on the shoulder, tapping into them and saying, you know, do you need anything? Just be, yeah, people on people's um, periphery. Um, I know, and, and being, I hope people think this, being a nice person, nice to work with. Yeah. Um, you know, as I said, not, not arrogant or trying to be something you're not um yeah realizing that sometimes it's not going to entitled yeah sometimes sometimes people feel this is sort of entitled and I think that's really dangerous very very dangerous because you know as as we both have said you know it doesn't matter how long you've been in the industry we have to keep working you have to keep reinventing yourself almost and you have to keep um you know working to make sure you're the best that you can be and and yeah it's it's nothing is 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 a given so we all have to continue to 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 work at our craft And especially as, you know, nowadays in 2021, you know, the industry is, um, oh, I saturated the wrong wrong word, but there are a lot, a lot of more voiceovers now. Yeah. And so, you know, the jobs um, are maybe not so um, available and there are some blooming talented people out there and, yeah. and um, you know, very varied and, you know, it's great. I mean, it's, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Got to keep going. Yes. Yes. And and how has the how's the pandemic affected? I mean, obviously, it's a funny one, the pandemic in the voiceover world, because we all, you know, lots of us had our home studios and we were we were up and running. But how how do you feel? Has it affected your the way that you work very much? Um, I think on a positive, um, some of my clients who perhaps relied on me going in have realized i mean like everyone haven't they they've now realized that they don't they don't necessarily need people to be uh, in the studios with them yeah. really because the technology is such that there's some great aren't there some great programs yeah. um out there yeah. that could we, means that we can work you know remotely so yeah. much more easily and because everyone had to stay at home um yeah. and a lot of people who didn't have booths or uh, studios are forced to do something you know there are a lot more people just sort of you know at home and and it can work it's easy, it's easy. it really is um and that's so I say suppose for me some clients um are much more open to it um and m- or much more open just not having to direct me or you yeah. know you know I'll say look I'll give you you know three or four reads and then of course I'll redo or we can connect up on clean feed or something if it's not right and you know just to sort of help out just be sort of helpful and useful um uh, so that's sort of a positive in terms of i mean the work i think when the when the world went into when when the uk went into lockdown that march i think for i think people did panic and i suppose things did Mm. sort of sort of shudder didn't they and i said some some uh, some clients sort of disappeared and others sort of came back and um but i've been lucky it's i mean it's been up and down really some months are great other months are much quieter I've gained clients. I've lost clients. Um, some some regulars have gone, and some I've got some new ones. And I suppose much the same up and down. Um, mm. But I'm always available, though. <laughs> I think that's another key thing. <laughs> I mean, I think one. Yeah, maybe that's a that's an answer for. Um, What's the success, uh, you know, key to success oh, yes. in a voiceover? Yeah, which is my next question. So, <laughs> yeah. so Gina, what would yeah. you say the key to success in voiceovers is? 
<laughs> wow. Um, well, I think uh, being being available. <laughs> no, yeah. being if you know if you if you say to clients that you are a voiceover, a working voiceover, you know, be available. And yeah. I, I am really lucky. I've uh, you know my my home setup and personal life and the way my husband where my husband works etc. You know we're able to work it that I, I can be in the booth quite a lot. You know I suppose. The negative is that I don't go away on sort of long two week holidays that much, if ever. Um, yeah. I might take a week away and I might and then take take my remote uh, working uh, mic and everything with me, you know, yeah. travel mic. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, be available, um, be nice. Um, mm. uh, again, you said about not being entitled, you know, don't be stroppy, you know, cl yeah. uh, clients and 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 don't and believe me, I haven't been nice for twenty years. I've I've you know <laughs> I've been a bit moody at times, you know sprinklings of times here and there. But you know what? Generally, gen generally, just be nice. You know, you're yeah. you're both in it together. You're a team. You know, might you might be working remotely from somewhere else, but you know, you and the director and the clients. You know, in that particular job, you're a team, and yeah. you're you're all there for the same reason. And um, and yeah. Okay, and just to, to kind of finish this off, um, Gina, it's been amazing having you on the VoiceOver Hour podcast. Thank you. Thanks um, for having me. Thank yay. you. Have you got a kind of last last piece of advice for people listening? What would my advice be? Um, well, uh, you know, God, keep going with what your passions are and, yeah. uh, you know, you're with your, your career. And that's exactly what I did. Just keep going. Yeah. If it's something you really want to do, go for it. But don't compromise yourself. I, yeah. I really, truly believe that if, you know, voiceover the voice voice over industry you know is it can be very fickle it's it's very busy it's um you know there are a lot of people doing it you know if you really truly want to do it just go for it but don't as i said don't compromise yourself and if it isn't happening straight away don't panic but don't leave yourself sort of you know struggling and with no money or whatever just to perhaps think about something else alongside yeah just for the start just for the time being yeah but you know just tap into people don't be too in your face with people I think um when you're marketing um if someone does sort of say no um or then not available or you know not at the moment or something perhaps you know take that on board don't think oh I'll just message them again tomorrow just in case because that will annoy people I think yeah um and just, you know what, enjoy it. It's a really great, diverse industry. Um, it should be fun. It shouldn't be stressful. Um, obviously, it's a sort of a, it's a freelance, self-employed industry. So there is always going to be, you know, something there sort of thinking, oh my God, where's my next job coming from? Yeah. But if you are, you know, if you're determined and you're nice and, you know, you've got some confidence, but not too much, <laughs> you know, you'll do well and just enjoy it. Have fun with it. Amazing. Thank you so, so much for, for being a guest on the VoiceOver Hour podcast. You've shared so, so much brilliant information and insights and, and thank you. It's, Aww. yeah, been incredible. Thanks, Rachel. Thanks for having me. I hope I have. I do tend to uh, gabble on a bit. <laughs> no, no, it's been brilliant. Brilliant. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Take care. Thank you for listening to the VoiceOver Hour podcast season two. Brought to you by the VoiceOver Network with special sponsors, Audient, Studio Spares, Black Cat Music Studio Bricks, Hindenburg, and Sennheiser. My name's Rachel Naylor. Thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you check out our next episode, bringing you more behind the scenes stories 
in the voiceover industry.